as we move overseas now to the race to find survivors of that deadly earthquake and tsunami in Indonesia. This morning, the death toll is climbing. More than 1,200 people killed. Images like these showing the devastation. James Longman is at the hospital where the injured are being treated. Good morning, James. Good morning, Robin. I'm at a hospital in Makassar, one of many which have been treating the injured, flown down from Palu. And just a moment ago, I met a 12-year-old girl. She had a broken leg, and she said when the earthquake struck in that moment, it was almost like she was in a dream. She couldn't believe what was happening. And her home has been washed away like thousands of others. This morning in Indonesia, a desperate race against time for rescuers. Lempar, lempar. Over 1,200 now confirmed dead and authorities warn those numbers are set to rise. A massive wall of water surging at nearly 500 miles an hour tore through Sulawesi Island Friday, waves reaching as high as 20 feet. Rescuers now sifting through the devastation. Shattered glass, crumbled concrete and streets buried in debris. Tales of heroism emerging from the rubble. Air traffic controller Antonius Gunawang Agung lost his life fighting to get one last plane out of Palu Airport. Holding back tears, his family told me they're proud of the quiet, diligent young man, not for being a hero, but for just doing his job. He sent her money on her birthday. And he, was, he had this job to earn money to send back to his family. Many of those who've been injured in Palu have been flown down here to Makassar. And we've been told this story of a mother who gave birth to triplets just when the earthquake hit. The magnitude 7.5 earthquake causing the soil to liquefy, sending homes sinking into the ground. Over a million people said to be affected as search teams scour the rubble for survivors. This woman pulled from beneath the collapsed building on Monday. And a much more grim task, the search for victims. The Red Cross making the horrific discovery of the bodies of at least 34 children at a Bible camp. Survivors crowding the airport to get on a flight out, fleeing the threat of potentially devastating aftershocks, others lining up for food, gas and water. Volunteers and professionals racing into the disaster zone to help. And we've been watching all evening. Ambulances come with the injured from Palu. But there will be questions to answer for the authorities on just why that early warning system may not have been working properly and if lives could have been saved. Robin? People truly want to know that, James. But there is something encouraging. Uh, the, you mentioned in your report the triplets, and you had a chance to spend a little time with them? It was extraordinary, Robin. We arrived here and we found that uh, a young family had just arrived. A very heavily pregnant woman had just been evacuated from the, uh, the tsunami zone and she arrived here just in time for a C-section, gave birth to one little boy, two little girls, very healthy. I spent time with the dad, 31-year-old. He could not wipe the smile on his face. Mm. There is a lot of sadness here, but that's a little bit of joy yeah. to take them with, Robin. Yeah, we'll take that. All right, James, thank you. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching.